time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 14, marketing. All right, so this week we'll jump in and start talking about marketing. It'll, it'll take us more than one week to talk about this topic. And really, what is marketing? Well, we've been doing it so far. Actually, understanding your market and your competition and your uniqueness and so forth, that's part of marketing. But for most people, when you use that term, it's really about building awareness. It's it's the advertising and the messaging and, and the words that describe your business. Right, That's what most people think of when they use the term marketing. And so that's where we're going to jump into. So first things first, what are you going to name this company, right? Before you go out there and start telling people that it exists, it, it needs a name. And coming up with a great name, that's actually really hard to do. I've got kids. I've had to name human beings. That was a hard process. But I've also worked with 81 companies at this point, plus my own. And coming up with a name for a company is even harder than coming up with a name for a person because you can basically pick anything you want. It doesn't have to be a word. It doesn't have to be a name that's been used before. In fact, you probably don't want a name that's been used before. So how do you do that? Well, my advice is to get a bunch of friends in a room and brainstorm just a bunch of words that you like, a bunch of ideas that have to do with your company and throw them together on a whiteboard or a sheet of paper and start mashing them together and taking bits out and really just play around with the words until you come up with something that interests you and make a list of all the names that are of interest, all the names that that seem to be pretty good. Then the next thing you do is you got to go out there and see if they're available, right? You can't take a name that's already being used. And it really matters when we say used, it matters whether you're talking about a business that's that's just in your neighborhood or just in your in your region or just in your country or global. When when we say not used, it can't be used anywhere that overlaps with where you're going to use this name. And that includes the internet. Because of course, here we are in the uh, in 2018, and you're going to need a website. And it really doesn't matter if your customers are never going to go to that website. You really don't exist until you have a website. So you need a website too, which means you need a domain name, which means one of the first places to turn, not, not the absolute first place, but one of the first places to turn is the list of domain names. So go pull up one of the one of the many, many places where you can buy a domain name, type in the first name on your list and see what happens. See if it's available, right? See if it's available as a .com, and if it's not available as a .com, see what's available. But most importantly, when we're talking about names these days, you need to be found, right? When you say that I am launching, my latest company is called Fledge, and you're saying that I'm launching this company, or I have launched this company, it's called Fledge, well people actually are less likely to type in fledge.com now than they are to just go to Google and type in the word fledge and expect that your company will pop up. And in fact, this is what happened to me when I was naming this company Fledge. Fledge was third on my list. So the first one, I went and looked for that one and I went straight to Google to see what showed up and a whole bunch of other business accelerators showed up. So, all right, that one goes off the list. Oh, well, it was my first choice, but it's taken. Second one I typed in, what did I get? I got a bunch of chicken incubators, right? Companies that actually sell equipment that help you turn eggs into chicks. And although there weren't any business accelerators on that list, I really didn't want my brand sitting next to a bunch of chicken incubators. I didn't want people confused when I said I run an incubator and an accelerator to think that I had something to do with chickens. So that one went off the list. 
And then third, I typed in the word fledge, and what popped up on Google? Well, the definition of the English word fledge on Wikipedia, and three more definitions from three different dictionaries. And so I chose that name because it was kind of a blank space on Google. It wasn't completely blank. It was surrounded by some other existing links, but those were not very popular links. They had nothing, they had no negative connotations. There was nothing bad about being associated with birds flying. It's kind of why I picked the name, right? uh, Young birds taking first flight is what fledge means. Uh, And I figured that if my site got popular, if my business actually worked, that I would be the, at least on the first page of results, if not the first link on Google, And within a few weeks, I was on that first page, and within um, about six months, I was the first link. So that, in fact, worked. And I never looked at the fourth one. I never looked at at the fourth and fifth and sixth ones, because I liked the name Fledge. But before I ran with it, I did check to see if there were any other companies named Fledge that were listed in the U.S. Trademark Office. Just be clear, you're not required to register in the United States a trademark if you want to use it. So that's not 100% guaranteed that no one's using it. But Google's pretty much guaranteeing you that no one has created a website using that name. And I also checked in Delaware and Washington State to see if anyone was using the name in either of those because I incorporated my company in Delaware and I run it out of Washington State and I didn't want any conflicts there. And that's it. That's all I did. And I ran forward and I created the website and I called it Fledge and then I started going out to the world to talk about it. And let me give you a few more examples. So at Fledge, we had a company back in, I believe it was the second cohort, and they were working on turning human waste into something of higher value, and they were looking to do that in India. So we got a group together, we sat around, and we talked about all sorts of different words that had to do with human waste, which is a lot trickier area than chicken incubators. Well, we had a whole whiteboard full of words like that, And then we went to Wikipedia and we started bringing up other topics because there are brands out there, there are a lot of brands out there where the name really has no meaning. So you think of Google. Well, Google is an actual word. Google means one with 100 zeros after it. The Google we use is a misspelling of that word. Or Yahoo, right? Yahoo is a term from a book. Uh, Or Amazon is a river, but it has nothing to do with with e-commerce. Uh, You get some names that are somewhat descriptive, like Costco. So Costco has the word cost in there. Uh, It's another retailer, if you're not aware of it. They were trying to push the the concept of being low cost, and so they wanted cost in the name. Uh, You can think of other names like Burger King. Well, they sell burgers. They named it Burger King. The name you pick doesn't actually have to be descriptive. It doesn't have to be the uh, International Business Machine Company, which we actually just call IBM. Uh, It doesn't have to be American Telephone and Telegraph, but it could be. Some companies I've worked with, uh, we've specifically picked names like that because we wanted to make make the company sound big and established. So we, we created one called Community Sourced Capital, and one was called Distributed Energy Management, and still is because we couldn't find a better name. But uh, stepping back, this this company trying to turn human waste into something of value, well, we decided to go down the route of picking a name that really didn't have any meaning. We went to Wikipedia. We started looking up rivers because of Amazon. uh, And we discovered that the uh, fourth or fifth largest river in India was Tansa. 
And so we named the company Tansa Clean. Another example, we had a company that was turning used cooking oil into biodiesel in Kenya. And they walked in with uh, the name something bio, bio something. I actually don't even remember anymore. And so we went again, went through the same process. We grabbed a bunch of people. We started looking at a lot of words that were descriptive around recycling and oil and, and fuel and whatnot. Uh, and then we started to look at Swahili words, uh, which is another trick to use. So you don't necessarily, even, even if you're not in Kenya, you may want to grab another language just because you get interesting sounds from doing that. And in this case, we started just pummeling the entrepreneur with questions about words in Swahili because he's a Swahili speaker and we were not. And we asked him, like, what's green, right? We're talking about green energy company or, or green in general as an environmental. And the word in Swahili for green is kijani. Uh, and we thought kijani, well, that sounds okay to our English-speaking ears, and it sounded okay to him, but not great. And so I started throwing out other ideas. I said, what's your favorite letter? And he said Z, or I think he said Z, because he speaks uh, Kenyan English. Uh, Z was his favorite letter. And so we said, all right, why don't we take the K off of Kijani and put a Z in place and make it Zijani? And he said, that sounded great to him. It sounded great to us. We then looked on it, on uh, Google, and there was nothing under Zijani, because we made it up on that spot. Zijani.com was available Right? It was basically a blank slate, and we said, great, let's go, let's go make this company Zijani, and it is. And the last example was about a day later, we had a company based in Rwanda that grows fruits and vegetables, uh, and it was at the time called Low Tech Rwanda, and the entrepreneur really liked this name. It had some connotation to him that was important, but in my ears and everyone else here in the States, we all heard the word low tech, and we just thought it was the opposite of high tech as in technology. And so when we pointed this out to him, he agreed with us that we needed to change the name. We filled up the entire whiteboard with various names. Nothing jumped out as a great name. So again, I turned to Wikipedia and I looked for rivers and hills and mountains and so forth. And I stumbled across the list of animals indigenous to Rwanda. And I discovered the African golden cat. And so out of the blue, I just suggested golden cat as the name of this company. And the entrepreneur looked at me like I was crazy, because what on earth does a cat have to do with fruits and vegetables? So this is what we did. We got up out of the office, and we walked over to the grocery store. And what we were trying to understand was, what do the other brands look like in the fruits and vegetables department of the grocery store? And what we discovered when we looked at that market was that none of the brands had anything to do with food or organic or nutritious, or whatnot. They were all basically random words or random sounds. And so Golden Cat was totally in line with that. Uh, and so we went back, we discussed it a bit, and then that company has now been rebranded Golden Cat. Each of these, the Tonsa Clean, Zijani, Golden Cat, it was maybe two hours of work. But other times we've done this process and nothing comes of it. Distributed energy management, we had three whiteboards worth of ideas none of which we thought were better than the original name, which is distributed energy management. So sometimes this process can be really hard, and it really matters how many people you get in the room and how creative they are and, and what sector you're in and how flexible you are and your luck on what, what is out there on Google. Okay, that all said, it's time to move on to step two. And step two is go make a website. And to start with, it can be a one-page website. 
And you can go to Squarespace or you can go to Launch Rocket or you can go to WordPress and you can make yourself a one-page website in about an hour, maybe two if you've never done it before. But you should go do that. Now, of course, when you sit down to do your website, the next thing you're going to want is a logo, right? So how do you do a logo? Well, luckily for you, you live in the age of the internet. This did not exist back when I started my first company 26 years ago now. Well, today you can go to the internet and you can, for a small fee, have someone create an, a great logo for you. My favorite place to do that is called 99designs. I am not paid in any way to tell you this, but that's where I went to get the Fledge logo. That's where I went to get four other logos made. That's where I went to get the cover of my book made. If you look at the Fledge logo on the on fledge.co, you will see one of the most amazing, beautiful logos in the world. And it costs $305 and took only one week to create. All right, so one week later, you have yourself a website with a logo on it and the name you love and a little description of what you do or a, at least a place where people can put in their email addresses. And then what else do you need? Well, you probably need to be on social media and make a page on Facebook for your company and open up an account on Twitter and start tweeting about your website. And again, when you drop into Facebook and Twitter, you will discover that maybe the name you picked is already taken, which is not terrible on either of those sites or on Instagram or LinkedIn or any of the other sites because you can always throw something at the end. You can throw your home country, you can throw an ink or a co or or something on the end. So with a name and a logo and a website and a couple social media accounts, you now have the core to go out and talk to the world and tell them that your company exists. Make them aware that your company exists. And next time we'll cover what it is you need to tell them. Until then.